To be continued. Wait. <laughs> okay. Nope. Never ready. Never ready. I've done, I look like. <laughs> Let me gather myself. Right, so this conversation. This conversation is. It's not for everybody, but it's for me. It's for me. It's for me. I'm sorry, I'm over there. Receipt paper. Somebody help her. That's more of a moral, but we'll go. We'll go with it. Good job, turn it. Not a good trade-off. You go to $40,000, $50,000, $60,000 in the debt to get paid $20,000 more every year. We're not doing it for the money. Right. We're doing it because it needs to be done. Amen. Million, million. That's how I know we gotta change the world. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. I'm glad we all had a good day. Good day. Tennessee, oh. for me. Tennessee, okay. North Carolina, for me. North Carolina. Okay. Well, I guess you Chicago. Chicago, wait a minute. Um. <laughs> yes, yes. But anyway, um, def- we definitely want to uh, welcome you all to, um, to, to be continued. Uh, you got to put a comma right there, to, to be continued. You know what I'm saying? Um, anyway, um, yeah, welcome. Yeah. Um, before they introduce themselves, I, I do want to concur. Um, I have had the pleasure of knowing these gentlemen for probably a couple years now, um, and so I think we took a we took a major hiatus uh, with our kind of passion projects, but they have been going all pandemic long. So <laughs> uh, they definitely they definitely uh, have their brand and they're definitely continuing to work on it. So it's just great to sit in the background and watch them. Um, work. Watch them, yeah, watch them work and be successful. I, I, I was rooting for everybody black, so. Okay, I'm rooting for everybody, especially young blacks. But when I see it, I'm like, yes. We, we all in here young black um, aspiring success stories. So, mm. um, so we're gonna give y'all um, a couple minutes um, to kind of introduce yourself, um, tell us your name, um, where you're from, um, and just a little bit about yourself. Maybe uh, to kind of cap it off, maybe like one um, hobby or something that interests you. This is like this is like the most terrible icebreaker. Oh, Everybody I hate these icebreakers. Ice. I hate these icebreakers. 
Andrew, um, I'm gonna let you go. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna say, let you go first. I was about to say I'll go first. Um, so my name is De- well, my actual name is Dan Fred, but I go by Andrew. Um, <clears throat> born and raised in North Carolina all my life. Um, I am. Ooh, that's a lot of titles. Um, cashier at Cheat. About to be a substitute teacher <laughs> tomorrow. Um. Let's see. There, uh, co-host and founder of FBT, Future Educators Talk, host of what uh let's write about education. Um and he said one hobby. So I like to for some odd reason. Um I'm I when I was younger, I used to read a lot. Not anymore because I got too many stuff on my hands. So, <laughs> yeah. I just downloaded Audible so that I can hear it because I mm-hmm. got trying to be flipping books. Mm. Mm-hmm. And trying to remember mm-hmm. what page you on. Because mm-hmm. I fell asleep. In the bookmark. <laughs> Working with kids, I have no attention span anymore. Really? I'm Ooh. always like, stop that, stop this, hey, and back and forth. I can't ever focus on one thing. Bless their mm. heart. Mm. 10-year-old balls of energy. All right. Um, I guess it's my go. Um, my name is Demi Anderson. Um, I am from Tennessee. Been here my whole entire life. Um, as Andrew said, I am one of his co-hosts off of Future Educators Talk, um, the host of my own show, Damien Talks Education. Um, currently a college student. Um, I work at an after-school children program every single day, Monday through Friday, and I absolutely love that job. And then Andrew knows this here that um, I believe last week I told him that um, the children that I work with, like I am at my breaking point with them because it is just, I can't with little kids, like I explained with him, I cannot because they are, woo. At first, at the beginning, it was fine, but then, woo, it's, it's just, I, I don't know how how they can work with them. I, I, I honestly do not know. Um, so one hobby of mine, I, I don't think you would call this a hobby here, and then Andrew knows this as well, um, that I am a workaholic. I like to work myself to death all the time. Like I just like, like off of our podcast, Future Educators talking in my own show, I like to edit a lot because that just makes me feel so good for some reason. So I, I don't know. So I, I like doing that a lot. So that's um, me. Me too. I like producing. I was thinking. I was about it when I, I it takes me forever to get started but when I get started I am in it 
and I, I mm. make sure everything mm. is correct. So uh, I can kind of see it, but the thing is, I don't ever get to the work to death part because it took me so long to get to work in the first place. <laughs> but I support, I support. Um, and they did mention their, uh, their shows that they have. So um, at the end, when we kind of go through and kind of share, we'll uh, have you guys share where everyone can find you. And then we'll also include it in the description. Because I listen. Now, I guess my question for y'all, for, um, for our viewers who may not be familiar, um, how did how did y'all meet? Like, um, if you from if you from Tennessee, from North Carolina, how how did y'all meet? Like, have y'all known each other like a whole life, or did y'all meet in school, or what happened? No, so, no. Go ahead, and I'm gonna let you tell the story. <laughs> so what happened was, um, we actually met on Twitter. So we met through social media, and this was two years ago. Yeah. And um, that that was the year I kind of came up with Teacher Educators Talk. And like I needed somebody to that has the same like the same interest or the same idea as me. So I picked him because, you know, A, he's a future math teacher, um, likes math, um, can voice his own opinions. So I was like, that's who I want that's who I'm picking and so we just from there we just hit it off from there yeah yeah <laughs> the positives of social media connecting people you can follow us on Twitter Instagram all of that <laughs> Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, also, speaking of social media, this brings us to our next segment that I think, did we start it last episode? Yes. Yeah, so we started a new segment last episode. It's in the queue. It's, we still have it in it. It's supposed to be, it was supposed to have been out, but anyway. We'll talk, but th that'll fil filter into our main topic for today. That'll filter. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so this is okay. Um, okay, okay. Uh, so Brandon came up with this title. And he had to remind me, but this I'm is we're gonna get a jingle. Okay, we're gonna get a jingle. But this, uh, we're gonna talk about. This is called on the TL. On the TL. Okay. On the TL. So what that means is um, something, uh, a topic, or something that interested you that you saw in your timeline recently, um, today, in the past week, whenever. Um, it can be um, a viral moment. It can be something that kind of made you mad. It can be something that you just thought was outrageous or something that you thought was cool. Like, mm -hmm. um, so on the TL, um, um, yeah, I think since the last time that we talked, I think, uh, ooh, I don't want to mess up his name. Is it Shang? The new Marvel movie is it Shang Chi, something like that. I think so. Yeah, so the new Marvel movie that involves uh, the Asian man. Um, so he has like this is a, a Marvel movie where it's not animated, but it has like an Asian main character because uh, mm -hmm. you know sometimes we hit the I 
the uh, situation where characters of different ethnicities are represented by characters that they're not. Um, so this, when I saw the preview, I was like, this is really money being put behind uh, the main character who's Asian and then his friend is also Asian. So I think they bring their own uh, special, I think, essence to it because it's culturally relevant to them. Um, but when I saw the preview, I was like, mm-hmm, that's something I'm gonna need to watch because it's a mix of like, from the preview, it looks like a mix of like a martial arts movie with Marvel woven into it. And I live for a martial arts movie. I live. Uh, so that was on my timeline, I think a couple, I think it was last week because I think the uh, the lead actor's birthday was last week. So they kind of surprised him by tweeting out the trailer and things like that. So I'm excited. I, I want to say it's Shang-Chi. Um, but yeah, I want I can't wait to see that when it comes out. Okay. All right. Well, y'all want to talk about something on your TL? <laughs> um, and remember, remember, um, um, this is a very free and open show, so even if the topic is something that kind of made you upset, made you uncomfortable, this is a safe place for you to vent. Um, you can cuss if you need to, because um, we cuss all the time. Mm, I've so, been trying to hold it. Yeah, honestly. So, um, if y'all need to say something... Oh, well, that... that just look, just let it know. Oh, that's gonna be a wrap for me. Um, yeah, <laughs> so I think yesterday or a couple of days ago, I saw something on Twitter. You know, that that um, Andrew Brown case that's happening in the city, right? Mm -hmm. And how the family only saw 20 seconds of that video. 20 seconds of that video. And before I left this morning, the judge denied the full, like the full video to be public. Mm -hmm. Like why? Please explain. In a, in, a, in a body paragraph, please explain to me why. Because yes, we need to see what happened. We need to see, you know, from start to finish, like what happened? Mm -hmm. So, why? And you got the footage, you can't say it's not there. So, right. So, why not just release it to the public? What's, what's holding you back? You scared? What you scared of? Mm -hmm. Of course, they are. Mm -hmm. they know, the video is damning for all the officers that were there. That's yeah, why um, they don't want to release the video. Yeah, um, they know people will be out there and tear some shit up. You can't, you can't hide from it. It's there. Like, even, even in the 20 seconds of video that the family saw, they said, yo, his hands was on the steering wheel the whole time. And what bothers me the most is like they're not only being protected by law enforcement, like the blue wall, but they're also being protected by the state's uh, was a judicial branch. Yeah. They're blocking mm -hmm. it. And it's like, oh, I can block it with no explanation. And I think that's what wears me out just thinking about it because it's like, it's like we, we don't deserve dignity as citizens unless we have a badge. Mm -hmm. 
it's like you can just tell us no and that be the end of it and you just expect us to go about our merry way because you said no you know mm-hmm. trash <laughs> I, <was scared. laughs> I just I don't know oh, I'm, so, I'm so tired of talking about it I'm so tired of talking about it it was just like at some point at some point something is going something has to be done about it and right I'm the type of person I'm we need to start talking about it and start being about it that's all I'm going to say about it. That's all I'm going to say about it. I'm telling you. Damien, you have anything that, uh, <clears throat> sorry, this, this my voice going to keep changing because this, this good sinuses and <laughs> all of that. Um, with me and then me and Andrew and then our co-host, we had this um, discussion of where I, um, I bring up what's been happening around the world with you had all the killings of black men, then you have the mass shootings. And with Dante Wright, I don't understand. And this is what gets me here. I don't understand how in the world, how in the world can you, and you accidentally mistaken a taser over a gun. That makes no sense to me whatsoever. They're two different colors. One is black, one is yellow. How can, and you've been with them, I believe for about, 26 years that to me that is insane to me that just makes no sense to me and I'm sick and tired and pretty much we we talk about this a lot with me and Andrew and like I'm tired I'm tired of always talking about it because like I explained with them I want some change to happen into our country I really do, but this keeps on happening. And like I explained with him, like I am literally, and I should not be, I am literally scared of my life of going outside because Andrew knows this is some of my close friends. Um, I like to stay in all the time because I don't like to go out there because I am constantly looking around, constantly thinking, oh my gosh, then you need to look out for your surroundings because someone could be watching you. Someone could be watching your every move and you're just, you know, you're just walking down the street, going, you know, mind your own business and then bam, here comes someone and it's over. So I, I'm sick of it. I'm sick. I'm sick of talking about it and something needs to be done. Something needs to be done about this. <laughs> yeah, I feel it. I, like, I feel it's like the wave that keeps it me. It's like, just, oh my God. Just like, the only reason it's not an issue is because white people aren't the, people, aren't the ones getting fucked up. Like, and, that, and, that, and, and you know what? And, and at a certain point, you know, people are going to be like, oh my God, I can't believe you, you said that. Yes, I said it. Because at the end of the day, that's exactly what it is. Like, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. If black people went out in troves and started going to gun stores and started buying all these assault rifles and all these handguns and all these weapons and ammunition, you know, I think they would pass some legislation to try to, to try to reduce or to try to at least put bar black people from getting uh, some guns. They see a group of black people walking up to the Capitol steps. First of all, they would have had a tank blast us away before we made it to the first door. Of all, first of all, we knew we knew these white people in the government ain't have no morals when they let them kids in Sandy Hook just die like that. And you still haven't kids still have died in a mass shooting and they ain't do nothing about it. They ain't do nothing ain't about do it. Nothing about it. They ain't try to pass it. No. They ain't try to do nothing about it. And and you know, and but we supposed to be looked at like the bad people. 
We don't do we don't do, we do mass shooting. We got one person we looking Look, for, a black and we gonna get them. Is, is them somebody that, so somebody they a mass shooting right. is that one person getting shot several times. Oh my God, he he wasn't like that when he when he was alive. He 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 wasn't he. Oh. Oh. Like I said, same shit, but a different day. And that's just what. Oh my goodness! Like you said, Damon, I I literally get exhausted sometimes. Like yeah, I'm not. I'm perpetually exhausted, but it's like sometimes I'm like. Unfortunately, I feel like I become numb to trauma and I have to regain myself because sometimes I'm just like, here we go again. But literally, I'm just expected to keep living my life like no one stops to check on you. And that's the unfortunate part of being very few in between black teachers in the system. No one thinks to stop and ask you what you need. Right. What do you need? Because we see that these things are continuously happening to people that look like you and we know you're affected, especially because you teach kids that look like these people that keep dying. And a lot of these kids are not making it to 18. But you can go into, you can go uh, and walk the streets with a giant assault rifle and kill people and you go home. You can carry a giant assault rifle over state lines illegally under and go home. Kill two people and go home. And, and then go home. Yeah. Only if you're white, though. Only if you're white, though, because if you're black, you're not going uh -uh. You become an enemy of the state. If you're black with some gun. Girl, you can, girl, you can. Obviously, you get gunned down for way fucking less than being black, girl. It don't matter. You don't even got to have a gun. You don't got to have a weapon. And I was listening to that. I was listening to a podcast, and they were talking about the same thing. It's like we are always looked at as a threat, mm -hmm. no matter what. Like they they age, especially black girls. They age them so much and treat them like adult women and as threats all of the time. And they mention like someone that's like thicker, a little larger. They don't think. They don't think a second time to kill us because they think, oh, we're big and bad. And there's a, there's a mm -hmm. lot of danger within someone who's in a larger body when it's not the case. Like, it's, it drives me crazy at the fact that I had to get more training to not carry a gun than you do. First of all, first of all, you know one thing I've been, I've been, I've been thinking about for, like, for, for, for the cops? Like, <laughs> I've been thinking about all, for the cops. First of all, how how can how can we ex expect lawyers, doctors, teachers, everybody else to go to school for all these years to learn the law? You literally got to go to school for four years plus two to to six more years to be a lawyer. Mm -hmm. Not including that's not including you know primary school and all that. So this is just post secondary education. I got to learn all this stuff to be a lawyer, but in order to be a cop. To uphold the law, I only got to take ten mm -hmm. to the longest thirty-six weeks of training. What? How, how can a lawyer not learn all the all there is to know about law in ten to thirty-six weeks? But a cop can. No. And then you use a deadly weapon. And then, and then you get them right. You get them authority to use a deadly weapon. 
And they're trying to kill. They are literally trying to shoot to kill. White people will tell you that having guns will protect you from everything. But let me tell you something. Many countries around the globe who have guns outlawed and their crime rates are so much lower than those in the the United States. Like Japan. In Japan, they have outlawed like handguns and shit like that. Like um, even the cops don't really carry like guns for real, for real. Like you can get guns, but the only guns you can you can only get like certain types of guns. Like you only get a shotgun. And if you can get a shotgun, you still gotta go take a class and you gotta pass the class and you gotta take like a written test and all that. And you have to pass mental, uh, mental evaluations. If you ever fail the test or if you ever fail the evaluation, your license is, is automatically revoked and you have to turn in your gun. Like, I think but, I, it, it's stupid because they'll tell you that guns protect you, but they are the dangerous ones with the guns. But what, what, are they, what do you need to be protected from? Right. You! <laughs> <laughs> That's why you won't change it, because you want the authority to... Do you... Just oh, just think about how many people have guns that clearly have some mental illness. Mm-hmm. And any day, you, you and could any just snap. Point in time, any given point in time, you can be anywhere. You can be at school, you can be at a church, you can be at a grocery store, you can be at the mall, it don't matter. Just a lunatic we can't go nowhere. assault rifle can walk in there and just kill... Mass amounts of people. We can't go nowhere. In seconds like that. First of all, first of all, we ain't we ain't asking y'all to take away all the guns. Why do why do a, somebody like us, like a regular human being, like a regular civilian, do what it's all right? Why do you possibly need an assault right if you're a civilian? People want to be. <clears throat> I'm gonna say it. It's a little dick syndrome. We have gone. On That's what it is. It's a little dick this syndrome. Is a, triggering topic yeah they need to have something that they feel like they have control over everyone because they literally have no control over anything because the same people that look like them have thrown them to the dogs along with black people because they see no value in them and so they have to figure that oh as long as i'm better than black people as long as i have their lives in my hands i still matter i still am higher above and i'm like I'm just somebody that's doing worse than me. You still on food stamps like us. You still applying for Medicaid like us. And more you are on it than we are. <laughs> Look. But but let them tell it. It's a it's a black, it's 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 a it's a color game. Look. First, look we we got the most mean, drugs, the mean, most guns, we got the all of that. Well, thank y'all for those wonderful, wonderful <laughs> on the TL topics. <laughs> that is definitely something we have been. That's good. I've definitely been wanting to talk about for a minute. And um, you know we're gonna revisit that. Okay, we sure are. <laughs> 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 and you know what? It, this is like every episode we got to talk about it with somebody different, and we only it's, it's real. Only April. It's only. It's almost May, but it's only April. Uh, I honestly feel like 2020 ain't ended. This this is your 2020 plus. Yeah, like I literally feel like I'm just repeating. It's still trash. People still like taking this virus seriously. Right. Are just still crazy. People Mm -hmm. are still doing the same stupid junk. 
and literally we can't depend on the, the people that are supposed to protect us because they're also killing us. Damn. <laughs> like I don't, it literally, it literally is like the matrix when he's in the playground and all them agent Smiths keep coming. Every day you get up as a black person, you constantly having to swing in and knock off these things that are just weighing on you. Like, why does your existence have to be so difficult? <laughs> and that's what, that's what's true. I'm sorry, I'm venting. I'm You're venting. fine. <laughs> I, I love y'all. Uh, I know y'all hear me on the podcast. I be, I vent all the time, but um. Oh, this got a little, this is a little Zoom touch-up feature. It's a little Zoom. I didn't turn her all the way up because then we'd be looking plastic. Oh, okay. but <laughs> right, I said, look, my skin is not that smooth, okay? We did, uh, Mortal Kombat was on my timeline a lot this week, so we was looking at that. Uh, we went to the movies to actually go see that. Uh, me and Will went to the movies um, to go see that. Okay. Have y'all seen it? No, I have not. I heard it was good. Mm-hmm. It was good. It was good. Some stuff I understand I was on the fence about, but overall, I like the movie. Like, yeah. And, you know, I understand people had their, you know, their gripes with it, you know, die hard more to come back in. Oh, my God, you had to do this for you, blah, blah, blah. It's a movie. It's a movie. Like, I enjoyed that, enjoy though. Exactly. I enjoyed that it was a reinterpretation of it um, in, in certain senses, like how they got their powers and what it was. It wasn't Mortal Kombat. It wasn't Mortal Kombat. Right. Right. So, <laughs> like they don't, they're not, people don't take that into consideration. And this was like a me, movie meant to trigger other uh, movies. movies. You just yeah. had to be introduced to all the characters first. And you know what? Mortal Kombat is a tournament anyway, originally. So it's just like the first movie, it ain't even really, it wasn't, it wasn't a fight, it wasn't a tournament. Like, so obviously that's what they're trying to set us up for in the future. But, you know, people just like, oh my God, blah, blah, blah. You know what? Behind. Behind, <laughs> from the beginning to the end. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I said Behind has lived hundreds of years and just been fucking people up from the beginning. And people always wonder why. <laughs> he might have kept in the game. But then he didn't even become Noob Saibai in this movie. Yet, <laughs> they said as Sub-Zero, I'm just fucking everybody up. For centuries. You know you're a bad bitch when you fucking people up for centuries. Remember me for centuries? But yeah, that, I enjoyed it. I, enjoyed it. I, I, I also enjoyed Mortal Kombat. Um, solid seven and a half out of ten for me. Um, would have been more if, if the story would have connected a teensy bit more. There was some stuff that I thought needed to be should have been like revisited a little bit, but yeah, the plot the plot yeah. speed was my only well that was one of my only criticisms the plot speed and I think the movie should have been two hours instead. There is a certain movie about a certain um, person who was uh, in ice for a hundred years and when he was released from the ice uh, by this girl that could control water and her brother. Um, you know, there was a war there and that certain 
possible film that we don't really speak about um, also mm -hmm. had that problem where they rushed through the plot so much um, that it was kind of like, to me, like you said, it wasn't revisiting things. It was bam, 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 bam. Um, and then the, the second part, I ain't gonna tell you because y'all need to watch it, but you know who my favorite character is. You know I, I love me a good swing. And uh, clearly I wasn't supposed to have him in the next movie, but whatever, it is what it is. I guess it was cute or whatever. <laughs> they could have done him a lot more justice. And I was, I was he so was mad. the baddest bitch I on the so team. Mad. I was so mad. Anyway, anyway, we're going to tell you. We're going to tell you. We're going to tell you. Anyway. Um, right. Uh, Just remember. Cling. Okay. Just remember. <laughs> okay. Clean. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that kind of, uh, well, not really. Um, now we're going to transition here a little bit. Um, Talk about our main topic. We kind of hit on it a little bit as we were going through um, the, uh, the first few things we were talking about. Mm -hmm. But um, today, uh, uh, Andrew and, and David have brought us a good, a good old topic. A mighty topic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Andrew and Damien, um, we informed them that. Look, we low-key be trying to plan stuff, but we never talk about what we plan. <laughs> As you can see here. Uh, but they brought a topic. They just felt it in their spirits. They brought a topic. Um, and they wanted to talk about adulting. And adulting is hard. Adulting. And I said, you know what? That's a word for the people. Adulting is hard. That's the sermon I Adulting is hard. And I'm sick of it. I am sick of it. Um, but yeah, so uh, since you are our guest, I uh, will open the floor up to you first if either one of you kind of wanted to share something. And we'll play, we'll play the background uh, and we'll pop in when we need to. You can tag us in. You can tag us in. Because one thing... We got we got a couple more years experience than y'all do, so yeah. I mean, if it's something that you know y'all might be going through, we might be able to give you mm -hmm. a little bit of insight. You never know. And most of the things I will tell you are trash. <laughs> Adulting is trash. Oh. But yeah, so if you oh. have a certain to share out um, about it, and you know, we can kind of play off of, of your lead because um, you know we can talk about this forever. Go right ahead, Andrew, because you, you have been talking about this with me and you wanted to discuss this. So I'm going to let you have it first before I dive right Ooh. in. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, let me tell you. Bills. Got to pay bills. So otherwise, your lights will cut off or your cable will cut off. And then you got to wait another two weeks. To see if your to see if your um, check comes in the mail or it hits your bank account, but not than that, you out of luck until in two weeks. Oh yeah, we know about a bill. Oh, okay, okay. We know about a bill. <laughs> Phone bill, light bill, cable bill, car payment. Mm-hmm. 
And then you got subscription services, Netflix, Hulu. Yeah. We don't have cable TV, dude. Shut I, work, I, work, I work at the cable company, so I know how much they really cost. Mm-hmm. I get my internet and the streaming service because I like to be able to rewind, to pause. I don't, I don't and play. <laughs> <laughs> if, I, if I could get it, I wouldn't be getting it from the company that I work for. And I need it because me and Damien like to stay in the house. Yeah. <laughs> we need our subscription. Exactly. <laughs> Okay. I think what's interesting also is that, you know, we we rarely get transition periods. Like we just finished high school and it's like, bam, you an adult, take care of yourself. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Yep. And so it's uh it's pretty trash there <laughs> because mm-hmm. 18, one of my kids was talking in class, and these kids be thinking about stuff that I'm like, you're right. But they're like, <laughs> why is 18 an adult when you're still a teenager? <laughs> I said, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> You know, it's kind of like, kind of like when you put all the monkeys in the room together and they, uh, they beat up the monkeys trying to get the banana. You know what? They, they beat up all the, and they beat up the monkeys trying to get the banana. They don't even know why they beat up the monkeys trying to get the banana. They just throw it in the beat up because he's getting the banana. And the bananas not natural in a lot of their habitats. I don't understand. <laughs> you, you know you want a papaya, a mango. You want one of those things. <laughs> but we get the banana. What about you, baby? Okay, with me, I have, um, back in August, um, got my first job, um, which I am so very um, happy about, Um, and this is like a step for me uh, because I'm a future educator, so like I mentioned earlier, I work with kids, and I love them. I love each and every one of them. At the beginning, it was great. It was going fantastic for me. Like, they was listening to me. They was doing everything that they were supposed to. But then, right after fall break, mm-hmm. things just started to change. They stopped listening to me. They want to do things their own way. They, want, they don't want to listen to no one. I was like, okay, well, okay. I, I see I see how, you know, through the end of the year. Then, where I'm in right now, it is April. And... I and I work with little kids, second graders. And as I was playing with Andrew, like two weeks ago, I was like at my breaking point. And I like literally want to hurt each and every one of them mm-hmm. because it is just, I don't know how teachers do it with them every single day. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I really don't. Yeah, I, I just, I just, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot for me. <laughs> it's just, I don't, I don't know. I, I that's, that's why I explained to Andrew, I cannot, I cannot teach them. I cannot. For me, when I'm becoming a teacher, I'm going to teach eighth graders in high school level because that is like my game there. What I'm doing right now, I, I can't handle them. I can't because I'm going to be at my breaking point every day of my life. So, 
Well, it's 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 rough. It's rough for me, but I'm trying to hold it in. Trying to hold it in. You know what you got to do? What? Get in that ass. <laughs> Get in that. Because <laughs> clearly you have lost your mind, and I am here to help you find it. So uh, we usually got two different ways to do that. I'm extremely sarcastic, and I punish with a straight face, just so they know that I don't care about your feelings for that moment in time. Brandon also has his own method, uh, especially working with them boys on the basketball team. <laughs> Tough love, honestly. Like, sometimes, sometimes, look, sometimes you gotta be cool, sometimes you gotta act a fool to get results. Mm-hmm. And look, I, I work with, I work, my, my kids was transitioning out of seventh grade into eighth grade when I first met them. And when I tell you they was a handful then, and they still a handful now, and they, they ninth grade is going into 10th grade mm-hmm. right now, really when they actually honestly trying to find themselves, especially in eighth mm-hmm. grade, they get ready to transition to high school of all places. Mm-hmm. Um you get a lot of um, rebellious a lot of rebellious kids, especially guys, especially especially dudes, especially the ones who think they the biggest and they supposed to be the bad they're the most popular or whatever. Richard Punk and you know or or the, the star athlete or whoever it is it don't matter who it is them. it's always gonna be that one that try to test you the class clown i hate them <laughs> and sometimes as quiet as it's kept sometimes you gotta cuss them out and and that's just it that's just it because i i've had to do that a couple times especially with my older kids like i'm just like you know like yeah. You can't, you can't come off, you can't come off the court and start yelling at everybody else for not telling you that it was only five seconds left on the clock when it's a whole clock right there, mm-hmm. right there to your to your left that you could have looked at, right there when all these people on both sides of the basketball court are yelling at you. Mm-hmm. Yo, it's only six seconds left. Push the ball. Go down the court to get a, a, a decent look at a three. But you did not. But you did. You walking down the court. But you did. Like why? You did this, but why? For what? Please explain. Literally everybody was telling you it's only five seconds left. Why are you walking down the court? So this nigga came off the court. Yelling everybody, what y'all tell me? I said, yo, I said, yo, shut the fuck up. Like always have an excuse, it's never your fault. Literally everybody was telling you it was five seconds left. First of all, First of all, you're supposed to be the team captain. You're supposed to be, you know, the point guard and floor general. You're supposed to know how much time is left on the clock. So technically, ain't nobody fault but your own. So you can't come off the off, on the court blaming everybody else. I said, take accountability mm-hmm. sometime. I said, it's your fault. It's your fault. And just say, I said, mm-hmm. next time you don't come off the court blaming nobody else. I said, yo, she's like, yo, that was my bad. I ain't know. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was not paying attention to the clock. Just keep it real. I will respect you ten times more if you keep keep it with me the first time than if you come off trying to blame everybody else for the fuck's mm-hmm. going on. Like, but it, it does happen though. Just speaking, I, I'm in year seven, and I I would say every I don't cuss my ten eleven year olds out because I can no, they're, I they're can still make them cry. I cuss out. But um, yeah, speaking from seven years in the game, it happens every year. Um, it's usually 
it's yours started a little early after fall break. Yeah. But, um, usually it's after winter break and then definitely after spring break because it starts to warm up. My, our kids now, we always call it the spring fever because they lose their mind. And when I tell you, I punish them and punish them and they do the same thing. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to punish you again. <laughs> I told her, I said, at the end of the day, I'm not going to change. You either going to change or you're going to keep getting punished. The choice is yours because I got enough punishments to last you until you graduate. I, I don't understand why you think you can play this game. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think a collaboration with like whoever is like running the whole thing so that you know when you hold them accountable, the next person up is also going to hold them accountable because that's mm -hmm. the bullshit sometimes when you try to hold your kids accountable and those above you do not. Like they give them a pep talk. They give them a little, okay, you know, you shouldn't have done that. Let's take a cool off session. I said, I don't understand who thinks that when they step foot out of this uh, classroom that cool down sessions exist. Because when you walk out there in the world, you better calm the hell down or the world's gonna stomp you. It's not gonna say, mm -hmm. have a cool down session. Uh, no, mm -mm. Yeah. no ma'am. No, ma'am. It doesn't. And there you go. Now you're cooled out, knocked out cold. Now you're cool. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's definitely a consistent battle. I don't think I've met veteran teachers on down where they're not saying that it's something that pops up um, that's just them acting stupid. And I tell them it's stupid. I say, because you know better. So what you did was stupid. And stupid games get what? Stupid prizes. <laughs> so now when you walk your prize up the day. You walking up and down the sidewalk because you went down the hall talking and, and laughing when all these classes were still in session. You did this to yourself. And I just look at them straight in the face because all I can see is my eyes with my mask on them. And mm -hmm. I say, you may walk this way when they get to the door walk back this way <laughs> and they hate it but at the end of the day as soon as we done with this you're gonna come back into the classroom and we're gonna get back to work or you're gonna get punished again because that's what happens to uh, that's what happens to adults i spent a little too much money this this month uh i looked at my savings and it said overdraft 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 <laughs> it said so now I have yeah. to take what I have left over after my pay my bills and replenish that. But that's what that's what life is as an adult. And so you're giving them a skill because if you do stupid decisions, I did not cook for myself as much as I should have. Barbaritos only lasted me a couple hours before I was hungry again. But now I got to replace that Barbaritos money because Barbaritos became a bill. <laughs> <laughs> As much, I, I said cussing out, but honestly, the the, the one thing that really, um, that really started showing a difference in my guys was me actually like talking to them like on the side, mm -hmm. like, um, like pulling them off to the side or like while we at practice, just like yo, like what you think about what's going on, like what do you think you need to work on, this mm -hmm. like, um, this is this is practice, but what do you need to work on? What do you, what do you want to work on today? Like, mm -hmm. and oftentimes, most of the time, always be shooting because you know. Oh, I need to do my shot blues because everybody wants to shoot. Like, mm -hmm. like, okay, then do that. Then I was when they start doing it, and they start half asking. I'm just like, well, how you gonna do the drill? How you gonna get better if you keep half asking all the time? Like,
I would argue almost all of them literally want to please you, but they're so impulsive that they don't think about repercussions. And that's the annoying piece because it's, it's something beyond your control. Cause it's like, you thought about doing this and you did it and you know it was dumb. So this is the accountability piece. And we gonna start over again after this. But then I know you're gonna do it again at some point. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and it does wear you out though. It, I, I understand. Yeah. I had to leave work earlier than I wanted to cause my head was hurting. <laughs> some days it ain't gonna be no recovery. Some days it's gonna be days no matter what you say, you're going to be on 10. No matter what you say, no matter what you do. And those days, I'm like, you know what? F it. Right. Like, you can have mm-hmm. you, This is just going to be a planning day. How about that? Mm-hmm. I'm going to just pop a movie in because y'all obviously ain't going to yeah. do right. I give them a mighty, uh, this is going to be independent. Don't talk to me. Right. <laughs> Mr. Morrison <laughs> is out of the building right now. As far as, uh, as far as bills, honey child, let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> Can't stop, won't stop Rockefeller records, honey child. No. They will not stop. I don't care what is going on in the pandemic. You can die, girl, and you will still get charged for your bills. People call in here. People call to my job every day talking about something. Oh, this, oh, this person died. And we'd be like, oh, well, the bills still do, honey child. Like, you can't even die for free. Like, honestly, people be like, oh, you know, when you die, you know, it's going to be all over when you die. No, it ain't even honey child, because you, you still got to get, uh, you still got to get whatever you're going to be after you die. You're going to be cremated, you're going to be buried. Mm-hmm. That still got to go down. Dying is expensive. Dying is expensive. And then, you know, you know some, uh, oftentimes in the black community, we don't like to have life insurance. I don't know. I got life insurance. I can't speak for everybody. Child, I don't even know if I got life insurance. I just know they be well, deducted. You just never know. As, as, as much as it's going on out here these days, you'll never know when the cop gonna come and she when it's a crazy ass lunatic gonna come to the child. You just don't never know, honey child. You can be driving down the road. You know you are more likely to die in a car accident than you are riding on an airplane. That's so crazy. Mm-hmm. That's because there's mm-hmm. more cars on the road than planes wow. in the air. When that plane crashed, you dead. <laughs> At least well, I got an airbag. Like 10, when a plane crashed, you are going to die. At least I got an airbag <laughs> in my car. You so, taking me what? thousands of feet and plummeting me into the ground. No, 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 no. All I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, bills don't stop no matter what, right? Mm-hmm. Um, even though there is a national moratorium on rent, so people can't get evicted, that rent still piles up for everybody. Mm-hmm. Right? For landlords, their rent is piling up that they need to pay to the uh, to their financial institutions. For people that they you know our rent is piling up that we need to pay to people. Like, girl, what is going on? And then the government is just they ain't gonna do nothing about it. They just gonna see it. Everybody's something just gonna let shit hit the fan. Sure. And then when shit crashed, they're gonna be like, oh, why y'all ain't say nothing? Child capitalism will rather see itself burn than change. Let me tell you something. That's why that's why America America used to be number one. We used to be such a great place to be, but now we is the most terrible place to ever be at all. And I don't even know why people even still want to come here. Do y'all watch the news? Like, why do people want to still keep coming here? Like, I was like, oh, let me just wait. I'm like, I know your government is trash. Ours is two. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ours is two. 
mean, don't fool yourself, baby. Which poison would you like? Which one? Okay, because you might be African, but when you come over here, you're going to be a nigga. Right. And they're going to treat you as such. Even if you're in the beans, you're still a nigga in the coupe. And they're going to stop you because you shouldn't be able to afford that car. Oh, well. Even though, even though I do believe that that is against the law or something like that. Not against the law. Yeah, I got to have um, a valid reason to the church to come out. Yeah. They bank on it. They bank on you not knowing. Girl, this could make you look like we don't need some weed either. Child, look. I ain't going to be in nobody's <laughs> I would like, I would, that would, that's what worries me. Because it's like, you cannot even be in the wrong and still die over situations like that. Like you could just not be in the wrong. And it's like, bam. Because somebody had a bad day. Somebody had a bad day. I just watched the one where the dude mm-hmm. got pulled over because the cop was telling him that he wasn't passing in the left lane. And he's like, I ride in the left lane all the time. Plenty of cars do. When I go to work, going toward the airport, I ride it. Sometimes people ride in the left lane the entire time. Yes, it's moving faster than the rest, but they they be moving. And I'm like, do you want me to speed, officer? Or what? Cause he was like, he was like, you need to get over for cars going faster behind you. And he was like, I was going the speed limit. And he said the cop was riding his bumper. And then he pulled him over and he was like, he was going to go by me until I looked out the window and he was, I guess I, I taunted him <laughs> by looking at him and he turned around and pulled over. And then he kept changing his story. He told him that there was a passing lane only signs all the way down his road. And then when the guy asked again, after he brought him the ticket, he was like, um, you know, there are 6 million laws. He's like, there's not going to be a sign for every single one of them. I said, but you just said I was like, you know what? No, no, so just give me the ticket, child. Yeah, just give me the ticket, I'll go. Why do you yeah. go to school for so long and, and cops don't? <laughs> like, it's a, and you be charged. I have to pay money for this. First of all, first of all, where do all that money even go? Like, all this, <laughs> go to the state, but for what? Government you know, officials? All this damn money they be having to, they be having to pay out in, in damn settlements for the freaking cops. That's our tax money. That's our tax money. But you have to have a fund for being sued. That means something's fundamentally wrong with it. It's some cities that spend more on paying out cop settlements than their actual than the actual payroll for the cops. You can use that money to end homelessness. It's so much money. Oh, there you go. Listen, listen, the houses on average, on average. I was reading something on Twitter the other day. It said, on average, it was like in California, it cost them like $2,600 a day to run like those homeless camps for people. Mm-hmm. And they were just like, yeah, why don't you just give that to people? It would be so much more beneficial to let them just go out and find their own place to live. And you don't even have to, have to be worried about that. Girl, why, why do the most simple stuff be so hard? The thing is that the thing that drives me crazy is that. Capitalism is so uh, impatient because if you really wanted to make money, you would want as many people working to make money because they're going to have to pay taxes. 
unless they're Amazon. But uh, with that, if you bought one big apartment building and, and use that as transition housing and you bring social workers in and uh, trainers to help them find jobs, maybe get them into trade school and things of that sort, you then produce another large quantity of people in the workforce that are paying your taxes. But instead, you would rather them stay on the street. I, I just, mm, that's why it don't sit right with me. I know people get money and people could do what they want. But if you have a billion at the end of the amount of money you have, there's a problem there. Because we don't even have a billion people in this country. There's a problem there. You stealing. You stealing. And not stealing in the literal sense of like stealing money or stealing things. What you're stealing is work and exploitation from people who can't or who already can't afford to some people who work who work at the places they work at can't even afford the stuff that they work at the places they work at. Even with a little 10 or 15% discount. Like first of all, let's talk about. First of all, employers, 10 to 15% ain't no discount. That ain't no employee discount, nigga. That's the same. No. Mm-hmm. Y'all give to the customers. Like, no. This I is $60 and you taking $6 off? off? At least 0.5% off. Like, come on. Like, come on. Stop with stop with shenanigans. Like, you making all this money. I'm making you all this money. You're only paying me minimum wage. At least you can do this. And what the hell is that? That's another thing. Adulting. Minimum wage is trash. First of all, minimum wage is not enough for a teenager to take care of themselves that's living at home. An adult with a family to and, and people and if you owe regular minimum wage to fifteen dollars an hour. First of all, minimum wage should actually be like twenty dollars an hour right now. Like um in some places should be more than that. Fifteen dollars an hour is only like thirty, thirty thousand dollars a year. People think fifteen thousand fifteen thousand hours is a lot, but it's not. Thirty thousand dollars because you're still getting taxed. Barely enough to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know how they make ends meet doing that, but girl, yeah, that's the hustle. That's adulting. You gotta live below your means, and then. But the thing is, like, the system isn't meant to help. Black people out. The system is meant for black people to stay inside of the cycle. Like, why do you think they give you affordable housing, but you only, but you have to make less than a certain amount of money? It's to keep you poor, to keep you in poverty. Because if you make, if you make just one dollar over the the threshold, you don't qualify no more. Now you got to pay the whole rent. Now you're going to go. Now you're going to pay four four hundred fifty dollars a month to have to pay nine hundred a thousand dollars a month because you make. Cause, cause what I make, cause I make what fifteen twenty five instead of fifteen dollars an hour. Like what? You can't even make fifteen dollars an hour if we've been honest to work to um, to live in a, a affordable housing. You gotta make less than that, which is what niggas. Yeah, cause I know when I my first year as a teacher, um, I was in another county and it didn't have a supplement, and I made less than two thousand dollars a month, and my apartment was 
almost 50% of that by itself. But then I didn't have a car. And it, it was because I was in an area that I'd never been before. And so I needed to be close to things like stores and things like that. But also I just couldn't go anywhere because you know, unfortunately, no matter where you go, people can spot the newbie and people can spot the vulnerable ones that don't know what it is. And so, you know, I had to be somewhere where I felt safe, but because it was in a lower income county in general, a more rural county, like I was literally every month having to take out a payday loan to pay my bills for that month, to then have to pay that back and take out another one to pay my bills for the following month. And it would happen over and over and over again. And I was just like, I can't do this anymore. I can't. Because it wasn't even me doing anything. I literally was just going to work, go home like I do now. But it was so stressful stepping into my first job and being like, what is going on? <laughs> like, as an adult, like, your first job, honestly, is your first job outside of college is really going to, your first full-time job is, is really going to show you a lot. It's going to teach you a lot. Like for me personally, like my first full time job was when I was working at AT. Um, that was my first real like full time job. I was working at the student center. Um, and it teaches you a lot about for me, it was a transition because I had to transition from being a student worker to being a, a full time professional. Um, and it's hard, it's hard when everybody that you're managing is the same age as you. Mm -hmm. And you know, and you literally just last semester was just a regular <laughs> student worker, just like them. But then now, in the following semester, you are all of a sudden the boss. You became like, a principal in a school of, <laughs> after yeah. being a teacher. And which which is crazy because we literally we literally built that thing from the ground up because mm -hmm. I was the first person to be manager over there, and they was the first ones to be working over there. So it's just like we kind of built the groundwork and even though they have transitioned to a new building there's still some stuff and some processes they still use from when I was there so mm -hmm. I just like I call it the e-branding effect because whenever I go somewhere typically something mm -hmm. good comes out of it and then there have been more times that that businesses have struggled after I left than they were still flourishing when I was after I left. How you feel? I mean that that's just not me that's I need to do my own more, but I'm just like, dang, I'm a workaholic, girl. Like, I, I, I'm gonna get in there. You teach me how to do the job. I'm doing well, and then when I get tired of the job, I move on mm -hmm. to, to the next job, and then just it. Like, I don't, and you know, people talk shit, you know, because oh my god, you know, you gotta retire somewhere. Like, I'll eventually find a job that I'll work at long mm -hmm. enough to retire, but until then, I'm a, I'm a free spirit. Like, if I tie, if I'm, I'm not tied down to a job, like. These jobs don't give a fuck about me. So <laughs> no. Why give a fuck about the job? Adulting 101. Adulting 101. They don't really care about it. These jobs don't care about you. First of all, at the job interview, you need to be asking the jobs questions too. Like, as a black person, you definitely need to ask a job about the diversity at, at the place <laughs> you're working at. Because you could be the, you could be the diversity hire. If, and if, if that's what you want to be, wonderful. But I ain't trying to be the only one. So I don't know about y'all, but I ain't trying to be the only one. I need at least one more like me. <laughs> oh. I'm somebody that I can talk shit to. And in the school system, you, you definitely have to try. You gotta be careful because all mm -hmm. people and can't vote too. So 
Some people want to be the only one. So you got to be watch out for those too. Look, I'm, I'm, look. But they usually, I will say, especially because we're from North Carolina and Tennessee up there, we are usually raised with a certain discernment that if you just give it a moment, they'll reveal whether they're trustworthy or not very easily. And you can even throw them a little bone. You may say something that may not even be true and see if it gets around because they were the only one you told and that'll let you know you can't say nothing to them. And that's a, that's another thing, I guess, coming from us who, who've been in it for a good decade, a little bit, you, 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 uh, uh, you have to be aware yeah, be careful who you, who you tell your business to, because let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Some people are out to just make sure you don't win. Absolutely. Absolutely. Losers will, loser's goal is not to win, it's to make sure you don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you'd be surprised how many people envy you and how many people who secretly don't like you. Mm-hmm. And it might not even be that they don't necessarily don't like you. They just don't want you to do better than them. Mm-hmm. But instead of improving themselves, they try to tear you down. Yeah. It, it, will be, it will be much simpler to tear you down and not let you get to where they want to be as opposed to them just kind of working themselves. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I feel like that's why people treat me the way they do because they were just like, oh, oh, well, this thing is, is smart. This thing already. Yeah, nigga. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to down. Like, I have very practical ideas, and my ideas typically are great ideas. And I'm like, well, why don't you try to do it this way? Oh, no, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> Somebody else come back and say the same thing 20, 30 minutes later. Oh my God, that's a wonderful idea. Why didn't we think of that? I'm pushing shit off the table. I did. I did that once. I, I, I locked you off the table one time. I was like, hey, look. We, are, we already know what it is. We already know Okay, anyway. Anything else, uh, you guys? I know we got on bills because bills is life. But um, <laughs> anything uh, else? With me, um, I want to share something um, uh-huh. light. Um, um, and Andrew knows this here uh, because I made an announcement on this onto our podcast that I am doing something that I am so very proud of. And like I explained with him, like I am only doing this for myself because I talk about this a lot on the podcast that, and I talk with him that, 2021, I'm going to be a new change, Damien, because I don't care at this point, because back in my school years, I used to think about what other people think about me. And at my point now, I'm like, I don't care of what they think of me. Like, who cares if they think me of this? As long as I know who I am at the end of the day, that's all that matters. Because I don't got time, and like I talk with Andrew, I don't got time with trash people in my life because they will tear me down and not motivate me to be the person that I want to be. So what I am doing for myself, and and this is a very challenge for me here of what I'm doing, but I am willing to do the work. And what I'm doing is gaining weight. I'm starting my weight gain journey. And I want to do this for myself. I didn't, you know, want people, you know, to come on this journey with me, but if they want to, that's fine. But I'm not pleasing anybody. I'm just doing this for myself. And if you don't understand that this is my life that I want to live, not yours, you know, control my life, I control mine's. And if you don't want to, you know, support me in that, that's fine. But as long as I know at the end of the day, I'm doing what's best for me. 
And I've been getting a lot of response with people. It's like, Damien, you got this. You could do this. We are so proud of you. You keep going. And that's the type of people that I need in my life there. Not with trash people. It's, it's just, I'm sick of it because it used to get all up into my mind. And back in 2019, Andrew knows this, that I became depressed. I had depression. I had all of this things going inside my head. And at one point, I just wanted to end it all, just end my life because nobody's not going to miss me when I'm gone. Nobody's not going to think about this me of no more. And I, I just couldn't take it. But I realized that I still have a purpose to be here, um, which is to become an educator and to inspire young people because that's what I want to do. I love helping people so much. So that is um, what I am trying to do in my life right now. So I just wanted to share that. Um, with y'all listeners that I am doing great and I'm so proud of this. So happy for you. Go on. Go on. That takes that's some maturity that I think not only is the journey gonna be great for you, but just sit back in the fact that you've reached a level that some people don't at a young age. I think last year was the first time I really kind of started stepping into that and I was 29 then you know but it's just like I that's that's a feat so you should be proud of that in itself and then when you in there all toned and ripped and those same people and and those same (laughs) that was trying to tell you about yourself swerve on these hoes because they're gonna come they always yeah yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes. And then, on. then all of a sudden, you just want to come and try to come into my wife's like, oh, how are you doing? Then I'm doing this like, no, 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 no. Where was you? Where was you a couple of years ago? Where was you at? Then you're trying to come up into my boat. No, mm-mm, mm-mm. you had your chance. Where was you at? No. So. No, ma'am. Yeah. Don't take it uh, in. The door. Yeah. The door. There's a door. Head on right out because I'm going to slam it right into your face. I don't got time for it. Okay. Then you got to get a mighty pump off. And go on and you go. <laughs> don't even stop. Just okay. as you're walking by and keep yeah. on going. Have a good day. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Have a good life. I hate her. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Right. I definitely uh, encourage you to keep up on that. Um, find a healthy balance. Uh, always make sure that you are are taking care of yourself. Because I know you're a workaholic, but as an adult, there's so many things that you, I'm sure you've already started experiencing, especially because you're working in school. I couldn't yeah. do I was just college student, but you know, like all of those things coming in and then the more you get older and the things you want to pursue and it's like all of that, just always take care of yourself because um, I hope and pray that, you know, that was just a a temporary type of depressive moment. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, sometimes those things can come back when you start to get worn out because it's like, it takes energy to, reject the negative it takes energy to push through something that just seems uh it takes energy to get through a badass kid on a badass day and when they make it a badass week that's 
weekend is coming. So, you know, it's like, mm. you got to you gotta do that. But yeah, I'm happy for you. That made me, yeah. I, I'm not that much, we're not that much older than y'all. Really but when I tell you, y'all be like, this is happening. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Working out well for yeah. you. Love you. How old are you, Damien? I'm 20. Like about to be, yeah. So technically, uh, my fifth graders are the same distance from you as you are to me. So maybe I am a little older. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm I'm 21. So you trying to creep up there, but when you get older, we do too. So. <laughs> 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 well, 29 and 30 right here so yeah I'm like, oh i'm trying but you know, great a year a year older great hey trying right, to keep so. trying to close it out great that's what <laughs> but um mm. that, is, that is wonderful um well since we're sharing good news um they called me today my car responded ready to be picked up so i'm going to right. mm. like, don't pick her up Oh, we're sharing some good news. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Andrew. Go ahead. Yes, let let the to continue okay. podcast. No, yes, because we you have been keeping us up there on this. Yes, go ahead. Listen, I'll start subbing tomorrow as a substitute teacher for Wake County Public Schools. Okay. Come on, Wake. Yes. So, I'm low key nervous and low key excited. Um, because this is something that is like a small stepping zone, stepping stone, stepping stone of what I actually want to be. So I think this will be like a great test to see if I'm really gonna like it or not. Mm-hmm. So let's let's uh, let's see what happens tomorrow mm-hmm. for like four my, hours. My suggestion is uh, don't let one day um taint your entire um view of the journey mm-hmm. because like like Brandon said and it's and tomorrow's Friday too oh yeah so oh yeah so um don't let don't let one one you know bad experience um you know change but you you know that you know that mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't have to take that but and and definitely I know when we go into other teachers' classrooms, we don't necessarily want to feel like we're stepping in and changing anything. But you know, when we was in school the same way, when a substitute came, you always had some kids that were just gonna be on 100 just because mm-hmm. they think that ain't nothing gonna happen now. Go on, get them in there. And Shut them let, down. Let them, mm-hmm. let them know real quick that I am not the one. And you know, sometimes mm-hmm. it's, you also call administration and be like, look, I'm here to do a job. And right now this child, who I'm sure you know much better than me, you know, is not doing what they need to do. Um, so I just want to know how you would like me to proceed. Because he or she is, or they are imp- impeding on the other student's development. You got to let them know and teacher talk, okay? They're getting on my damn nerves. <laughs> and I need you to do something. <laughs> But yeah, congratulations. Oh, Wake yeah. is a big county. So there should be plenty of opportunities. Absolutely. Um, a, lot of the, um, a lot of the people that I know um, in Guilford County who, who, who started as teachers started as substitutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and they got on um, lateral entry 
um, in a lot of places for a permanent substitute, long-term substitute position. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's definitely um, a good opportunity to, like you say, get your foot in the door. And mm-hmm. if they like you enough, girl, you be to one school, next thing you know, you got a job. So, hey, 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 hey. Yeah. See, I'm not in college, so like, I wonder how that's. I hope they got a like a college program where I can go to, so that <clears throat> once I go there, I can get like a certified or get like take a class or something, and then be like, hey, I'm a teacher now. So I'm like, go back. So, There's certain programs for um, lateral entry where um, you're not having to go back to college like one of my colleagues at uh one of my old schools she was like um I want to say she did like statistics for a company or something and she Mm -hmm. became a math teacher but she basically went through this program through our county it wasn't like a you got to go to this college and do these courses or anything like that so I would definitely look into it because they need teachers more and they can't really wait four years to get more of them out there um they really <laughs> right so you know they 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 can't afford because especially ones that look like us are leaving because we're worn out of literally having to have an what do we call it the black tax we always have something extra that we have to do just to live in or be in the profession um mm-hmm. and so folks are leaving so there's always an opening somewhere. Right. Um, Gilbert County has a lateral entry program too. Um, I think it's ACT, ECS ACT. I think that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, they got a lateral entry program too. I have looked into it one time, but nobody ever got back to me. And the superintendent, even though we, um, I don't necessarily agree with most things, the superintendent is suggesting uh, a higher budget so that we can get a higher supplement. So, you know, keep us on your radar. Yeah. Okay. Wake is Wait, big. So Wake what? is gonna give you the most money. Wake is big. But, okay. uh, you know, you got Wake, Charlotte, and then uh, Guilford County. Or my, no, it's Charlotte, Wake, because I think Charlotte's bigger. And then Guilford County, we're three. So, you know, we might get the bronze medal, but you still may get some coin. <laughs> Mm. He act like that doesn't require anything. Yeah. I mean, it depends on who you talk to, but uh, I'm I'm really just kind of in transition right now. Like I don't know what I'm 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 in a career transition phase right now. So for those of you out there who um, I'm at I'm at my my ten year transition period. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like how you put that. So I've been in Greensboro about 10 years, going on 11 years now. And it's just like, uh, I just feel out of place. Like I'm just, mm-hmm. t- I'm ready for something new. Um, so I got a new job thinking that that would, you know, help, but I'm still kind of just like, eh, like, mm-hmm. so um, I really think it's time for me to get out of Greensboro for real this time. Um, so hopefully this time this year we have a different conversation. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but yeah, um, but same, like I feel like you know, we all just um can just, you know, every day just work mm-hmm. to be better. Like I love it. Like 
I love that, you know, you getting your job at, uh, uh, as a substitute teacher. I love that uh, Damien is, is, you know, getting, um, getting himself up and, you know, out and doing what he wants to do. Like, that's what, that's what youth is all about. Mm -hmm. Getting out and doing what you want to do. And, you know, y'all are still, we all still young, but y'all still, like, young. Like, y'all are literally just coming into, y'all not even adults for real. Y'all still, <laughs> y'all still kids, if we be honest, like, like your 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 early twenties, you still a kid. So when twenty five is gonna be like that transition time mm -hmm. where you really gonna be like, okay, like what am I really trying to get into? Like at this point, you probably gonna think about like a career and what you want to do and shit. Uh, unless you already found a career, you know. But I'm talking I'm talking about for uh, talk to people out there who like me who are mm -hmm. who don't necessarily have like one career niche or genre, like. I'm a jack of all trades. So what that means for me is I can you pretty much put me in any job. You tell me what you need me to do, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna put my brand mm -hmm. branded flair on it. I'm gonna make sure I'm, whatever I do, I'm gonna do it well. And when it's time to bounce, it's time to bounce. Like I'm coming there, I'm gonna do my job and that's it. Like niggas know, like, I'm not here to really be your friend. I'm not really here to do all that stuff. I'm just here to do my job and here to, to make this money and then go to the house. Like, right. So I mean, I mean, but I mean, career transition for me has really just been like, what do I really want to do? Mm -hmm. Like, I still ask myself, what do I really want to do? Like, what's next? <laughs> what is next for me? Like, um, I feel like I could make a career out of working where I work now, but I think that's a part of being an adult too. I think. Uh, as the good song says, a change gonna come. Change is mm. always gonna happen, mm. and to me, to me, you have to. Your goal, to me, or I'm just gonna speak for myself. My goal is always to be like a buoy, because change is gonna come in waves. But I got to be able to float right on over that and keep it moving, um, because buoys are also beacons, and I, I think that's my purpose here. Is I'm supposed to be a beacon for something. Um, and so I, if I sink underneath the water, I'm not doing what I need to do. So the, find a motivation, but also realize that your plan is probably not going to go exactly how you planned it to be. And it will become frustrating. But I think if you take that as a time to grow and really learn, I think my best times have also been my hardest times because when I came out of it, I, I had a moment where I was like, I'm a beast. Okay. Until the next change come, like, I'm a beast. You know, and you have to use those moments to kind of get you through the next one. So, um, yeah, I, I take those take those wins and... Uh, See what you can touch. Feel the spirit? You felt the spirit? I guess so. I guess so. Ah, yeah. Hey. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, any other things you want? This has been a good conversation for me. I actually really, uh, I actually really enjoyed seeing y'all again. Yes. Uh, so it's nice to finally meet y'all. Yeah. Yes. Because yes. I've been on this show before, and they got the the Mr. Morrison side, and so yes, the Brandon side. <laughs> Cold sweat one on one. Bunch of different lives that I live. I got my mm -hmm. work life. I got my life that I have with my kids at basketball. I got my home life. I got my career. It's it's okay. It's okay. 
as an adult, it's okay to have different groups of friends. Oh, yeah. And, and, and that is okay. And um, speaking of friends, that's a whole other topic for a whole other time. Um, How do you make friends as an adult? Like, what do you it looked like, like mm. what? But that's a whole other conversation for another time. I do not. I do not. <laughs> I pulled a whole Drake when I got settled back in Greensboro. I pulled a Drake. No new friends. No new friends. No, no new friends. No, no, mm. no. I think what makes it difficult is because you you have like a routine now. Like in college, you could just meet somebody in a cab or the library and y'all just da 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 da. In high school, you could come across somebody, you find out somebody in your class got the same interest and you cool like that. Social media now, right? Social media now, you're able to connect with people, but I don't like holding a phone. Speaker, I don't like holding a phone, but you know, I think. I think there are ways, but I'm just personally not interested because I think mm. we had a lot of people that were really not there for me. Mm. Um, and I'm good with who I got. I'm good. I'm good with yeah. you. I'm good with my friend Gab. I'm good with my fraternity brothers. Um, and this is, I'm, I'm going to say this yeah. no shade. This is all tea, no shade. <laughs> like, um, Honestly, and, and this is this is just like this is just me being real, one hundred percent honest with everybody. Like, mm-hmm. you don't realize you don't realize how people really got your back until shit hit the fan. That's it. Like, oh, there you go. Oh my gosh. Like, and my thing is, shit hitting the fan as an adult is way worse than shit hitting the fan when you're a teenager or when you're in college or anything like that. Because in college, you can be broke and still have a good time and still have a place to go sleep. Still have a meal plan. And still got a meal plan. Still go to the cab. <laughs> still swiping your, your, your car or something. Or, or if you, you got a bunch of, you know, you got your friends who might got something they can swipe on the cab or you or you cool with the lunch, with the person who worked the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of yeah. your friends work at McDonald's Options. and bring you some, some food. Options. Resources. You have. But as an adult, like, Mm-mm. what resources don't <laughs> When you transition out of college to real life, no one prepares you for that. Like, mm-hmm. no one prepares you that, oh, when you're in college, one little small mistake can be like, oh, you know, it's nothing, you know, whatever. I can just keep it moving. But a, a, a small mistake in real life can balloon into something like it can domino into something so much bigger. Mm-hmm. And people don't teach you that type of stuff. And people don't tell you how to recover from those type of things. Like, um, post-graduation depression. A lot of people don't talk, to you about, don't, don't, don't talk about that. Ooh, um, that's something that. they should talk about in, um, when, when you have exit counseling for like your student loans and shit. They should bring counseling and talk about post-graduation depression. If we being honest with you. I, I don't mean to interject, but when you said that therapy helps. You right. That's why my ears are antique. Uh, so, oh, they were so good. Unfortunately, in our community in general, it's very taboo to talk about mental health, but mental health is not necessarily depression, suicidal ideations, and things like that. It can be anxiety. I have high anxiety all the time now. Um, and that's just something that I, I work around. Um, but it can also be simple things like stress mm-hmm. that... And I don't know, I don't know about you, Brandon, but 
and I'm sure you may have already experienced it since you uh, as y'all working and I, who, I was like, ooh, I wasn't working at 20 and 21. <laughs> I was working on a paper. Um, but like there are times where I, sometimes I would get so stressed that I couldn't remember anything. And you know, that used to scare me because it's like, I just didn't remember any, I, I couldn't remember the days. Like I didn't know what day was what. I Some days I wake up and not know if it was the weekend or did I need to get up for work? Like I didn't know. And so, you know, that stress and sometimes it's, sometimes our friends, although we care for each other, sometimes we just don't know what to do when it comes to those types of things. So therapy works. Um, be careful of your therapy because this, uh, I didn't realize this April I was doing retail therapy. Um, small mistake. <laughs> I can still pay my bills, praise God, but I don't know about June. And June. <laughs> but you know, we're going to make it. You got you to gotta make it. Y'all have too much greatness that is coming to you later. So you got to make it. I always just say, um, and so just to kind of loop back around here, um, again, like like I said, all tea, no shade, but um, like when like when shit hit rock bottom, like when you hit rock bottom, that's when you really kind of, and rock bottom doesn't mean like, it could be anything for you, whatever rock bottom is for you. Like for some people it's mentally, for some people it's financially, for some people it's both, like mm -hmm. all that, like everything hit the fan, like at all at the same time, like, and it's always, in my particular experience, it has been um, great to have friends like um, Brandon, Anthony, Rashad, all the, all the, um, all of them who I can, you know, kind of talk to about stuff. Um, personally, I don't, I just, again, all tea, no shade. I just don't feel like any of my friends that I, that I, you know, still, uh, will still, you know, talk to from high school. I just don't feel like I can talk to them about the actual life stuff that I'm going through. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, they knew me in high school, but I've been gone, you know, 10, 11 years now. So it's just like, we don't know each other if we being completely honest. Like, not um, the same Brandon that I used to. Y'all had, y'all had y'all 10 years of experience. I had my 10 years of experience. Like, and, you know, and, you know, when we, when we all get together in one place, you know, we can still have a good time and, you know, come together. But I just sometimes don't feel comfortable talking about real life. Mm -hmm. um, especially, especially sometimes when it comes to my love life, because you know a lot of them can't relate. You know, mm -hmm. um, I tend to be the token gay person, or people. Some people actually sit, sit up here and just say one thing. Oh, you know, I, you know, oh, you know, oh, everything's cool. You know, da 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 da. You know, still but... people then they get on social media and, and talk all this mm -hmm. other stuff. You know, but oh, but not you, but not you, but but it is me. It is me. But it is me. It's not me, but it is me at the same time because that person could have, could be me, you know? So it's just like, and then it's just like, well, how do you navigate a, around things like that? Do you, you know, try to bring it to somebody's attention? Do you try to, but my thing is like, we all, at this point, we all too grown to, for me to be having a conversation about why, why you, Think it's not okay for a man and a man or a man and a woman to get married. Like, love is love. Like, what if I told you you couldn't get married to your wife? Like, well, you know, I can't well, say that because just because just because just because you a man and she a woman, y'all can't get married. You know, I can't say I can't say that is not true. 
because uh, I'm not allowed to affirm anything. <laughs> that was a, that was an inside. Uh, I just from I school. just wish people would stop being so dense all the time. Like everything, everything ain't got to be. This might sound you know contradictory, but everything ain't got to be about you. Like mm. I, mean, I try to make everything about me. Uh, I'm never really trying to make everything about me, but. I try to see everything from the bigger picture and sometimes like some things you just can't give a pass to like and you know we always try to give a pass to a lot of stuff you know mm-hmm. some things we find disrespectful um somebody might be you know saying in a joking way but um at a certain point it's just like when are you gonna say something i didn't realize how many microaggressions in high school i allowed to go say i and even now like and I'm not saying that the intention was to harm, but I think we had this, we were naive in certain situations and it's, it really, I was like, damn, I should have said something. This is, this is the real side of adulting. Yes. <laughs> you come to a lot of realization because yeah. at the end of the day, adults are nothing but giant children. There is no playbook. And the first adult didn't write anything down. And so, you know, and, and the world's constantly changing. So like our world 10 years ago is not your world now as an adult in your early 20s. And it it won't be in 10 years. 10 years, like, girl, we'll be, at this point, we might be lucky we'll be here in 10 years. We sound real old as fuck. <laughs> we've been oh talking, my gosh. She said we gonna let them lead and we've been talking like some 60 year old men that <laughs> The, the ringer. <laughs> oh my gosh. This, is this why my kids hate to hear me talk? <laughs> but no, uh, so before Brandon kind of goes through the, <laughs> I'm sorry, we are really old. Uh, <laughs> before Brandon goes through uh, the social media again, because I can never say everything. Um, we're just going to tap into our final thoughts. This could be about our conversation or I guess you're listening to old men talk conversation uh, <laughs> or, you know, anything that made it might have popped in your head that you just want to say. So we'll definitely uh, give you the floor if you have any final thoughts about anything. You go first, Andrew, because what I have to say is going to be a good one. Uh, so, go ahead. For those of you who are not going to watch this video, I just want you to know that Andrew got on the call when there was still sunlight and it is pitch black. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. I'm, you know, I'm using resources at this well. Resource. Resources. Resources. <laughs> Use mm-hmm. flashlight. I know that's going to work, but hey, it works now. Amen. But no, I don't have any time to thoughts at this time. Once once we're done, I'm gonna start driving back because I got a four hour drive. So. All right. <laughs> um, me and then I always try to leave off here um, when me and Andrew and our co-hosts are on together is that, and I've talked about this earlier. I think is to. And this is my favorite quote here, and, and I love this. And people should use this every day of their lives here because I came to realize this, that you need to be the best version of you and only you. Don't try to be someone else. 
that you don't want because what are you doing with your life? You're trying to please other people and that's not right because you are the one and Andrew, um, piggyback on what you say here that you are the one who are writing the chapters in your book. You are writing each chapters in your book and you need to do it based on you and not what other people think. Because that to me, that's like a bad energy, like a bad soul. Because if you want to do things that people are telling you to do, then what's, what's the point for me of you living and you don't have no control over your life because you're letting someone else do it for you. That's just with me. That's my opinion. And I'm just like sick and tired of people. They, they want to do other things for people and not let them have any control over it. It just like makes no sense for me. So please, all of you guys out there, please be the best version of you and live your life how you want to, not what other people think. So I just want to leave off with that there. That's a word. Period. Yeah, and that's on period, <laughs> right. Period. That's on period. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Not I, hard. Yeah. My thought is um, I'm still rooting for everybody Black. Um, I think I think I would challenge everyone to including myself to encourage each other more, um, to have each other's back. Um, yes. I think we take for granted sometimes just what it means for Black people to be behind Black people. Mm-hmm. Like, I value that so much. And I was looking at a, a post on Twitter that I think I've re- reposted it on Facebook, where it was like, you you just randomly, uh, you know, root for a Black person that you see, like, just randomly. And I'm like, yeah, from kids on up to senior citizens, I'm like, you go. I'm like, yes, ma'am, you better do that. You know, I saw uh, one of the teachers, she had a little ponytail and I said, you better rock that ponytail, you know, and things like that, just to kind of give some some positivity to somebody. Because if I'm dealing with being Black every single day, I know they're dealing with being Black every single day. So sometimes it just takes some little word of encouragement to kind of give them that little uh, extra boost to make it through the day. So encourage one another. Um, I'm happy for y'all. Um, again, I, I always try to tell you that I look forward to the the greater the greater things that are to come for you. And uh, Brandon keeps telling me I need to stop being intimidated by my experience and get started on this plan for the school because you know mm-hmm. what you're doing mine. Honestly, experience is the best builder mm-hmm. because that's. That's why I want to start my own business and just don't know where to start because it's so overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of just think I need a little bit of guidance. I need to hire a business consultant, but um, I'm gonna reach out to Cody. That's what he said. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, my final thoughts are: follow us on social media at <laughs> 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 To Be Continued PC. Uh, Twitter and uh, Instagram, you can find us there. Facebook, To Be Continued Podcast. Uh, no, but for real. Um, my final thought is um, I have been holding on, harboring, for if you will, this quote since middle school. Mm-hmm. Make it a great day or not, the choice is yours. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, there, there you go. And I feel like everybody, I feel like every school, I feel like mm-hmm. every student has at some point heard that mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. morning show or something. Morning show. But that has, <laughs> honestly has been like the model of my life since like middle school. Like since I really heard it, like baby break day not the short is yours. Like there, there's so much truth and so much power in that statement that people don't really realize. Like, did you really have a bad day or did you have a bad five minutes that you let resonate throughout your whole entire day? Mm-hmm. Like, um, so um yeah, like I just want everybody to win, like, and whatever winning is for you, I just yeah. want you to win. Like, whether it's you actually wake up in the morning and go to the gym, that's a win. Whether you wake up in the morning and drink a glass of water, that's a win. Like, you wake up in the morning and instead of the first thing you do is checking Twitter, you actually don't check your phone. You actually get up out the bed and stretch. That's a win. Oh, like, I did that this morning. I, oh. You know what I'm saying? So, like, whatever. <laughs> Um, small win, a small win is still a win. Like, uh-huh. um, a dub is a dub, but L is an L. Like, I don't care if you won by 50 points or if you only won by one point, a win is a win. Like, that's right. Small yeah. victories matter. Celebrate small victories um, for yourself. Tell yourself you did a good job. Um, even if nobody else is telling you, tell yourself mm-hmm. you, do, you, you have been doing a good job. You're working hard. Um, Damien, um, piece of advice for both of us relax yeah that is what let me let me oh my gosh that is what andrew and my co-hosts have been trying to tell me ever like i am trying i'm literally trying you guys like i believe probably like the past weekend um i was in my bed relaxing and watching tv for the first time in a while because usually on weekends I'd be editing out episodes doing other things but I'm like really proud of myself here but I did like here and there did some little work but pretty much I'm like really proud of myself so I'm trying you guys okay I am trying to relax and take care of myself it's going to take some time but I am trying so ooh, yeah that's a win it's yeah, that's when I took a day off from work last week so, boom, that's a win for me. I, I mean, it might not be a win for my PTO, but it's a win for me. Sure. I have to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> and some days I leave the school and I'm like, I'm going home now. I know I got other things to copy. I might need to type this up, but I'm going home now. Whatever the win is for you, it's the win. Mm-hmm. If your win is you leaving work at five o'clock, it's a win. Uh-huh. At five o'clock. You make sure you have your time clock ready, just right there. Boop, don't talk to uh, me. 244. <laughs> the door by the time I get down the hallway, it's 245. I'm off. Okay. That's Goodbye. Gonna mm-hmm. That's going to be me tomorrow. We'll return at 720. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> um, but thank you all again uh, before we let y'all go because we uncapped uh, Andrew in his car in the dark. Um, uh, <laughs> Uh, before we let you go let everyone know uh where they can find you and listen to your podcast um your shows or just follow you for updates i guess i go first um you can follow me yours truly uh andrew fred on twitter at darren that is d-a-r-e-n not two r's but one uh underscore fret yes i do worry a lot i know i know um and then on instagram at it's andrew fret um 
the broadcast, uh, the podcast, you can lis- listen to Future Educators Talk everywhere that you listen to broadcasts. At it's um, Future Educators Talk on Instagram at it's at Future Educators Talk on Twitter at F E D U Talk on Twitter. So. Yes, and mm. subscribe to our YouTube channel because that's where we have our video versions. So please do that. Yeah, they got videos, y'all. We took yeah. videos, but they got videos. Support. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have opened up our support link, uh, our support tab. Uh, anything you support will be used to go towards getting equipment stuff mm-hmm. for, uh, for the show, um, computers. Um, we have been slowly making upgrades as you can see microphones and stuff. So. Um, the next major investment is going to be probably um, either a camera or a computer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're working on it. <laughs> Follow your passions. This is our passion project. Right. So. Absolutely. Uh, Again, to be continued, PC, um, Twitter, Instagram. Um, you can, if you want to go back and watch some of our um, our videos from last year, um, YouTube us to be continued podcast T O B E continue P C. Okay, follow us, find us. And some of our oh, yeah, I last year, I still go. Yes, yes. What'd you say? I said y'all forgot Damien. Yeah, I was just about to. I was just. Oh, about was to that say a that. pay? I am yeah. so sorry. We did not. <laughs> no, no, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> you're totally fine. So you guys can follow me, Damien Anderson. On Instagram at the Damian Anderson because I am the one and only Damian Anderson. So do that. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at underscore Damian Anderson, and then my show Damian Talks Education on Instagram and Twitter at Damian Talks Edu. So and then um, subscribe to my YouTube channel with Damian Talks Education. So that's where you can follow me. And we will put those links in the bio as well. Absolutely. We will put it somewhere we can click on it and just pull it right over. So if you support us, support them. Absolutely. Because at the end of the day, we're all about supporting each other. At the end of the day, I'm supporting everybody back. Yes. Mm -hmm. That part. If you want to come back on the show, Mm -hmm. um, do y'all have any final words before we uh, Mm -hmm. No, I'm just, mm-hmm. thank you guys so much for um, having us on to your show. We really appreciate it. I had a great time. Yes, yes. And we should have you on to our show as well, since we have uh, Mr. Brandon on. So we yeah, need to make that happen. It's going to be a different experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I gave you real. Yes, you know, I loved it. All that I spoke was genuine and true. But I think Brandon's truth comes out in a way that's uh, easily relatable. Y'all would enjoy having a conversation with him. I just, I don't, I, I just like to use real life examples. That's it. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm a country uh, agoraphobic, so <laughs> you just get what I predict. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, um, well, I think that's it. We thank you for coming, and uh, this conversation is to be. Continue. Peace. Well, we're going to stop recording, but y'all ain't got to hear it.